Hello, everyone, and happy Lunar New Year of the Dragon. This is the Golden Astrologer Podcast, and I welcome you. I am Deb McBride, and it is Sunday, the 11th of February in the year 2024. And I hope that you did maybe some ritual or some engagement with this new moon that happened on Friday, and that you maybe set some new intentions brought some new things into your life or, you know, at least experience the energy. And it, I thought it was a very positive, energetic experience. That was my, that was my take on it. Okay. And so here we are again on another episode of the Golden Astrologer podcast, and we are starting a new week. And this is, as you may have heard last week from my podcast, my broadcast, that this is an interesting week. And, you know, we continue in the realm of Aquarius. And this is the last full week of the sun being in Aquarius, because next Sunday, when I greet you, the sun will be leaving Aquarius, and that night it will go into Pisces. Now it's going to be late, so it'll be after my podcast. But this is a very strong Aquarius time, because for the first time in our lifetime, we are experiencing the season of Aquarius with the planet Pluto in Aquarius. And I mentioned this the other day on Instagram when I was talking about the new moon. But this is this is an extraordinarily powerful, powerful time. And it's a different energy. Because Aquarius, and I've been talking about this a lot, um, Aquarius has its own unique expression. And every no, no two people are alike, but no two Aquarians are certainly, they're certainly not alike. But in these weeks that we've just had, in this week ahead, we get to experience Aquarius from a different perspective, from a transformational perspective, from a perspective of empowerment. And I talked about that also on Instagram the other day, but empowerment is... You know, Aquarians are usually pretty chill doing their thing. And then to think about Aquarius being empowered means a lot of different energy flying through the cosmos. And so Aquarius, you know, the revolutionary is being empowered. The innovator is being empowered. The, you know, the genius of discovery and revelation is all being empowered. The inventor is being empowered, the person that comes up with something brand new. All of this is in a place of empowerment. So that gives us, all of us, because Aquarius is in all, all of our charts somewhere, a, a chance to be different, innovative, and, you know, blow the doors off that area of our chart. Maybe you are an inventor and you're discovering it later on in life. It gives us an opportunity with Pluto and Aquarius to embrace our uniqueness and get empowered by where we are unique and be strongly unique and feel deeply, profoundly proud of our uniqueness and our, and our abilities that are like nobody else's. So that moment where I said before, you know, no two Aquarians are alike, no two people are alike. Yeah, no one is identical to someone else. It would be very dull, wouldn't it? So we would want to embrace where we maybe weren't comfortable showing our uniqueness. And now we can be empowered by that, you know. 
So that gives us a certain level of newness of this experience of something completely unusual and different. Aquarius is the different, the, the extraordinary, the unconventional. And if you really want to embrace what's unconventional in yourself, well, then you need to do a little digging as opposed to just sort of being content with what's on the surface of your life. There, there, each of us has a unique talent. Everybody's got something. And we just need to maybe go look for it. If you don't already know what it is, you have to dig a little bit for it. But it's, it's being encouraged now you know, Capricorn is more conformist. They want everybody to conform or they want more conformity or they, and Aquarius is like, the hell with that. (laughs) So in this new moon, in this new time, and we have two more planets going into Aquarius this week, it, we are really being deeply encouraged to step out with our unique qualities and maybe be a little vulnerable in showing them to people in times that maybe we weren't like that before. You know, maybe before it was just, I don't want to show these qualities. I don't want to show these talents and abilities. I don't want to show the side of myself. I'm embarrassed and, or I'm vulnerable or it's too sacred to me, or it's, I'm afraid I'll be made fun of. I'll be afraid I'll be ridiculed. I'll be afraid that I'm a weirdo, you know, that people are going to think I'm a weirdo. Mm. You, we got to throw that out. (laughs) This is all different now. We are in a strong time of Aquarius. Tomorrow night or Tuesday morning, more likely Tuesday for most of us, except for those in the Pacific time zone in Hawaii and stuff, um, we will experience on Tuesday Mars entering the sign of Aquarius. So so now we've got, well, the moon is gone now. So we've got the sun, we've got Pluto, we've got Mercury, and this week Mars Mars and Venus are going to join those planets. So Mars is the planet of assertion, stepping out, stepping forward being maybe aggressive, maybe being a warrior, maybe someone who is ultra confident. Mars is all about those things. Mars also is a fighter. And in Aquarius, it fights for an ideal. And it fights for a certain level of uh, independence. It fights for its own autonomy. It fights for its own, you know, sake of being revolutionary, which is very Aquarian. Um, And we're looking at this from a perspective of Mars now, like first we'll step into the, and this is what's been happening. This is the pattern these days. Mars steps into Aquarius and, you know, 12 hours later, 24 hours later, the planet that steps into Aquarius meets up with Pluto because Pluto is at the very beginning of Aquarius. So Mars is going to step into Aquarius and about 24 hours later, maybe 22 hours later, Mars meets Pluto in Aquarius. And this is the first time, like I said, this is an Aquarius season where Pluto is in Aquarius and all the things that normally happen during Aquarius season, Venus goes into Aquarius, Mercury goes into Aquarius, the sun goes into Aquarius, the moon, um, they are now meeting up with Pluto the second they step in. (laughs) You know, you're sick, Deb, it was a day later. Yeah, the day later is the second they step in. Mars does this differently. Mars takes two years to go around the Zodiac and hasn't been in Aquarius in roughly two years. So this is a very deep step forward for Mars because Mars is not just going into Aquarius for the first time in two years. Mars is going to step into Aquarius and then meet Pluto. 
Now let's talk about Mars and Pluto. Mars is the lower octave of Pluto. Pluto is the higher octave of Mars. When they get together, they are very much about fighting. They are very much about a serious empowerment. They can be very warlike. And Mars and Pluto are willing to fight to the death. And Mars and Pluto are willing to fight in a very dramatic and deep way. I am not even going to begin to comment on what this can do to the wars in the world, but because it's not my expertise at all, but I can say in our own personal lives, and that's why I do this podcast to inform us personally, um, that we have to not wage a war where there's no war happening. And we have to, we have to really watch our emotions these next few days. I'm feeling this already. I'm already feeling hot under the collar. And I think that probably a lot of people are feeling hot under the collar. Mars is still in Capricorn. So, you know, one of the things that Mars and Pluto want us to do is go deep, transform, and get through something, you know, without shooting somebody with a gun <laughs> or without shooting somebody at, with our mouth, <laughs> without shooting somebody, you know, in our email. So don't shoot people. Don't shoot anybody with anything. Include words, the pen is mightier than the sword, remember? So we want to be really careful about how we handle our feelings, our emotions, our angers, our, our experiences that are um, less than savory, okay? So if you are feeling hot under the collar, then I suggest you go take a walk and cool down or do some exercise, or do something something that's going to burn off that energy. Mars and Pluto has a long burn, okay? That, that whole aspect, that's a long burn. When people are, when people have that in their charts, they're extraordinarily powerful. So use this for the power of the good, as opposed to shooting your mouth off at someone, as opposed to shooting an email to somebody and kicking their butt. You know, this is where we get to make a choice. And I said this too on Instagram in these last days. We all have a choice whether to elevate that energy. We are, our choices to be empowered or not empowered are ours. Nobody tells you, us, you can't be empowered. You have to, and you would never take that from somebody, right? You're not going to go cower in the corner, whether it's, a, what's a, whether it's a, another person or it's your cat. <laughs> <laughs> your cat who will come and yell at you, uh, or you know, or the conditions under which you live in whatever country you live in, you are not going to tolerate someone saying you can't be empowered. So this is a moment of really stepping into your power and not allowing other people to dictate how you feel, and owning your power and taking back your power if you've given it away to others. Now. What does that mean? I've had people say to me, but what does that mean? What do you mean? Like holding on to my power, not giving my power away. What does that mean? That means not acquiescing. That means not do, being a people pleaser. Mars is not a people pleaser. Uh, it, it can't even do it when it's in Libra. It would like to when it's in Libra, but it, can, it can't. The Libra energy wants to be a people pleaser. And after a while, Mars just loses their, their temper. And Mars really with Pluto asks us to stand up for ourselves. And in Aquarius, 
it's asking us to do it in a way that is unique to who we are. And it doesn't always work to, you know, lose your temper. We had this whole conversation with my coach the other day about about uh, anger and that anger is sacred. So find the sacredness in your anger. And if this does, I don't see how, I mean, it's not like the entire earth is going to get angry, okay? You know, it's not like the entire, every person everywhere is going to be furious and pissed off. It will come out in other ways. Some people who are, say, for example, athletes, they're going to find their moment in this because if they, they may really find their their empowerment in this because it's athleticism is a Marsy thing, you know? Um, but this is asking us in our own unique way to be empowered, but also where can you do some revolutionizing in your life and not starting a war? <laughs> <laughs> not with starting a war not starting a war no war we want to create this place for mars and pluto to exist in a healthy manner without you know starting a war somewhere in our starting a fire without you know coming in with a bulldozer we, it's a very touchy aspect, okay? And I'm, <laughs> it's so interesting that this is happening like around Valentine's Day, you know, because it's, it's supposed to be about romance. And yes, Mars and Pluto can be about sex, but not necessarily romance. And this is, this is about, this is about as far from Valentine's Day as you can get. This is, Mars and Pluto are, it's just, there may be some very sexy things going on this Valentine's Day for many people, but it can be extremely hot-tempered for all of us. And so the best thing to do is to not let it get to you and cool your hot head someplace else that's not in the face of someone you love or someone you need to respect, like to keep your job or someone who's not going to take revenge on you. This is a vengeful aspect. This is a truly vengeful aspect and it is not something I recommend. I, you don't want to do you don't want to do that either. So, what do you do with this energy? You exercise, you get empowered. Um, it's a very aggressive energy, but it's a very intense energy and it allows some level of expertise. So, tap into your expertise, get good at what you do, get better at what you do. Compete with yourself a little bit. Compete with where you were yesterday and get yourself better to a better place today and tomorrow than you were the day before. Okay, so that's a healthy competition. I can run an extra mile this week. That's a good competition. That's a healthy use of Mars Pluto. I'm going to like commit to my exercise protocol and you know, run an extra mile. I'm going to see if I can push the envelope and get this project done way before the deadline. I'm going to get deep into my creativity because Pluto is very creative and get deep into my creativity and go deeper with it and have a deeper understanding of the richness of my creative work. And so I can produce something really profound. It's about profundity because Mars and Pluto are always about something profound. It's not lighthearted. You're not going to go past it and go la-di-da and sleep through it. Usually that doesn't happen. 
most people who can handle their emotions in a very good manner are not going to have any problem with this. They just have to, they have to know, and, and this is something my coach always says, know that there's something moving through you, that something's passing through you. And maybe you just need to go be alone with whatever it is that's passing through you and feel it. Feel it, because feeling it is really where this energy is at. You have to allow the feelings. So if you're angry, and you are angry, and maybe you're just mad at the world, maybe you're frustrated with yourself, maybe you're unhappy that you're not further on in your life, these are all legitimate feelings. Don't say, well, Deb says I shouldn't like start a war. Yeah, don't start a war, but don't deny yourself the emotions either. You've got to be with them. You've got to be, if you're feeling hot under the collar, you've got to admit, all right, I'm feeling hot under the collar. I've got something moving through me. Let me go sit with it. Let me go walk with it. Let me go lay down with it. Let me go be with it so I can process whatever this is passing through me and I don't lash out at anything or anyone. Right? Right. That's step one this week. The other step is Venus, which is Friday, and Venus enters Aquarius at 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday the 16th. This is after Valentine's Day, so I, I just think it's hilarious. The cosmos is having a good time with us. Valentine's Day is sandwiched between Mars-Pluto and Venus-Pluto because Venus, now Venus moves faster than Mars, so Venus will go into Aquarius on Friday morning, Eastern Time, and then uh, conjunct Pluto 3.48 a.m. Eastern Time, Saturday morning. So for the most part, this is this is a Saturday aspect that we're having Venus-Pluto on the weekend, next weekend. And so here we are with Venus-Pluto again. I've talked about Venus-Pluto a whole lot on this podcast. And Venus-Pluto is, it can be about triangles. It could be about a triangle that involves, you know, it could be you and your work versus you and your partner and an, another partner person. Um, it could be, it could be a secretive thing. Like Venus Pluto does the gossipy thing, you know, which is interesting. You don't think of Pluto as a gossip, but Venus and Pluto get that. Oh yeah. Don't tell her I told you this. Don't tell him I told you this. Don't tell them I said this to you. Oh yeah. Don't, don't tell them any, don't say anything about this, but da da da. you know, that's Venus Pluto energy. But Venus-Pluto energy is also a deep profession of love, a deep, like, I'm professing my love to you. I am bringing you all the love in my heart. And it can get to be a very deep, profound love between you and your work, you and your child, you and your pet, you and your family, your partner, your universe. It is a profound expression of love. And that profound expression of love can come in any form. So in the highest realm available, and in Aquarius, it can be love of mankind, love of humanity. It can be a deep altruistic love. And so this is a very strong week where we are experiencing the end of Aquarius with a bang. So Aquarius is going out with a bang. Aquarius season is ending with a bang as Mars and Pluto join together in Aquarius. Venus, Pluto join together in Aquarius. This is a week of relationship dynamics. 
and and it like I said, it doesn't have to be your spouse, partner, whoever. It could be mankind, humankind, uh, the altruistic sense of Aquarius, because Aquarius is an altruistic sign. So it could be a, a desire, Venus Pluto, to do something for humans at large, right? I want to do something for the world. I am going to get involved in an altruistic project. This is where my passions are. This is where my heart is. This is a week to uncover new passions. This is a week to really get honest and raw and real about what you are passionate about and what you're not passionate about. Because if you're not passionate about what you're doing, you're not going to want to do it, right? If you're not passionate about your life and your, your experiences that you're having, you've got to change those experiences. It's a week to be deeply, profoundly honest with yourself about what, what is giving you the zest for life, the joy of life, the, the profound feeling of loving life. And you know, I talk a lot about falling in love with life and your experience of that and how we each do need to fall in love with life. And if we're not falling in love with, okay, there's going to be moments where we're not in love with life. <laughs> like you're sitting in traffic, you're late for an appointment, you're, you're not in love with life. You're like impatient. <laughs> um, it's, it's really about deeply connecting to something meaningful this week. And, you know, it, it takes some, it just doesn't mean you just bypass the week. You have to connect and feel. And I talk about this all the time. It means to not just think you're going to manifest something by writing down a list and tacking it up on your bulletin board. You're not. You have to feel it. Feel into what is good for you, what you want in your life, what is going to make the difference for you and make a profound and lasting change in your life. Pluto touches something and it's never the same. Now, granted, Pluto's the slower moving planet and the two faster planets are going to touch Pluto and move on, but they're going to pass through the Pluto and become changed as a result and become a different experience and a different expression of Mars and a different expression of Venus as a result. And hopefully a more mature and profound experience of, you know, Venus and Mars. So the relationship dynamics we have are very important for us this week. And we have something very deep to learn in all of it. So hopefully you're not going to walk away from this week feeling like, oh, I should have kept my mouth shut. I should not have said that. Ah, I didn't mean that. No, no. This I am asking you to go consciously through this week and pay deep attention to your dynamics in your relationships. Listen to what people say to you. Listen to how they're expressing themselves to you. This is how you're going to get through this week by paying attention to your relationship dynamics and working with that energy. And hopefully you'll come out transformed in a wonderful way, you know, transformed in a positive experience, in a positive way. The other thing that can make us hot under the collar this week is Friday when, you know, Venus enters Aquarius. Mercury, who's already in Aquarius, is going to square Uranus, the planet that rules Aquarius. So 
you know, there's been a lot of like that new moon. We had a Uranus square from the sun and the moon in those in the day before and then the day of. That was a lot of energy. Here we are again with Mercury squaring Uranus. And again, this is saying, watch your words. Don't say things that you'll regret later. We have to watch our words this week and watch our thoughts and keep everything clean, you know. So we're being asked to dive in deep. Pluto is making aspect to two relationship planets of the inner planets to the relationship planets. And we're being asked to really go deep with ourselves. Mercury square Uranus. It, it can be an ingenious creative idea with Venus Pluto happening at the same time. It can be really ingenious. So look for the genius. That's Aquarius. Look for the brilliance. Look for the unconventional. Take an unconventional different approach to whatever you need to do. Do the opposite of what you normally do. If you usually lose your temper, try it to do something different, okay? That's what Aquarius energy asks us to do. Try a different perspective. And Aquarius is always going to think outside the box. So we're being asked to really create outside the box, think outside the box, do something, everything outside the box this week. And allow the energy to pass through you. Don't judge it. Don't judge you. Don't get critical of yourself. So these things are really, really very powerful for us to experience. And we can gain a lot. You know, they don't happen just to like, for us to ignore them. These aspects happen for us to gain a lot from them. Okay. So we've got Mars conjuncting Pluto on Tuesday. We've got Venus conjuncting Pluto on Saturday. We've got Mercury squaring Uranus later on Friday night. And all of this asks us to not take things at face value, to really go deeper with everything. And Pluto is the planet of the underworld. So Pluto is an energy that requires some uncovering of unconscious drives. And we can learn a lot about ourselves in these next days if we pay attention to those unconscious drives. Like you may be in a relationship, friendship, something with someone and having a conversation and you're going, why did I do that? Why did I tell them that? Why did I reveal that secret? Why did I, why did I have that conversation? Why did I let it go there? This is why I'm saying we have to really, really pay attention to our um, dynamics and our conversations this week. Okay. And that's the big news of the week. Eventually, Venus and Mars are going to meet up. They're very close. They're very close in Aquarius, and they are going to eventually meet up. Not this week, but they are essentially going to be conjunct, especially when Venus enters Aquarius next weekend. And so that is also another whole dynamic of relationships that we need to follow and be with and understand. Now, two years ago was the last time that they were conjunct. And if you remember, they stayed together for a really long time. They stayed together in Capricorn. And I think that's where they met up. They met up in Capricorn. Then there was Aquarius and they kind of went into Pisces together or one followed the other into Pisces. But they were close and very close in conjuncting Pluto together. So it was sort of a Venus-Mars conjunct Pluto and Capricorn last time, two years ago in 2022. And it feels like it was yesterday, but that was a complicated time. And I remember it very well. And it was, it was, there was a bit of a power struggle going on. So what I think you have to do is 
really be aware of the power struggles going on and don't let them become power struggles. Again, this is where we don't give our power away. This is where we don't acquiesce. This is where we got to go own our power and not get um, caught up in ego because Mars is very much about the ego. So not get caught up about ego, like work through something with yourself and say, okay, maybe I've allowed someone to kind of step on my toes a bit and I've got to move through this independently without allowing the power struggle, without allowing someone to step on my toes, without allowing someone to think that they're taking over for me or something like that. So that was a very profound lesson two years ago. And the good news is they're each going to conjunct Pluto on their own individually and then get together after that to have a conversation about each of their experiences in conjuncting Pluto. So we've got a lot of relationship dynamics for the next couple of weeks. Keep your eyes wide open. Thank you for listening to the Golden Astrologer podcast. It has been a pleasure being with you on this beautiful sunny Sunday here in Costa Rica. And remember, I'm available for all services both astrology, Reiki, and expansion mentoring. Just get in touch with me, deb at debmcbride.com, info at thegoldenastrologer.com, and I will be on Instagram, thegoldenastrologer.com. Thank you for listening. Be well, be alert, stay focused this week, pay attention to those relationship dynamics, and have a beautiful week. Gratitude to all of you for listening. Thank you so much.